Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, picking up from last week, we kicked off the series and we said, let's talk about sex. Is what last week's message was. And I want you to remember that this series isn't just about sex. It's not just about sex. Sex is a big part of it, but it's not just about sex. It's about relationships. About my relationship with my mother, with my father, with my siblings, with my friends. Or the lack of relationship, how all these things play a part in making me into the person who I am today. They kind of mold and shape our thinking and the way we handle our relationships. Um, starting off with singles, so I feel as you teach, as you go, you should grow. So I say I'm going to start off with the singles because all of us were that are married were single at some point before we were married, right? So I'm going to start off with the singles because we should build up on principle, upon principle that they're helping out the singles uh, before we go any further. And if you're married, maybe you can look back and say hey, some stuff in my single life that I should have got fixed before I got married. And now I'm seeing why I got some of these issues. So let me start dealing with it and going back in my past and begin looking at this. Amen. So if you're single, you're lucky you're getting this teaching right now. Amen. Uh, you should be thanking God. Amen. If you're married, we're going to go ahead and roll through it and continue to go. But it's funny, it trips me out because uh, just in my life, when people hear me preach or teach or whatever, they see me, they think I've been in church my whole life. And that's not the case. Far from it, amen. Uh, uh, far from it, pastor was a, a trip, was a mess. Yes, pastor was a mess. Uh, uh, just out of control and, and promiscuous and all kind of things. And, uh, and, and it messed me up and I had to learn how to continue to walk with God and learn with lean on God and get to change and through him and his word. And guess what? I'm going to make you shout uh, real early in my message because anybody like me that you got to struggle to keep yourself together, Amen. that you got to press, that I got to put yeah. rules and boundaries yeah. in place to keep myself together. Uh, uh, and the thing about it is never be little to struggle because if you're struggling, that, sign, that shows a sign that you know God is real. Yeah, yeah, because there was a point in time when I wasn't struggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I voluntarily went to the strip club. Yeah, it wasn't a struggle. Voluntarily watched more porn. Voluntarily had sex. It wasn't a struggle. So if you're struggling right now, thank God that you care enough to struggle because there was a point in time where you didn't even care to struggle. You just went ahead and, like the breeze of the wind, did whatever you wanted to do. But God has given us a point that we're struggling, so that is growth. And that's something to be proud of when you know that it's a struggle because that means God's working on my heart. Uh, I've been pastor a little over a year, but been in ministry is 11. And it's a trip because what I've learned just being in ministry is that the single people can't wait to get married so they can have sex. Married people together don't never have sex. Y'all both crazy. Amen. Praise God. Both of y'all crazy, but, but, but I hope I can help you this next several weeks to pass a little all y'all. I'm going to help you wherever you are at. Amen. I'm going to help you. So real quick, we're going to look at American culture. I believe American culture uh, leads us to being dysfunctional. Who in here is dysfunctional? Uh, that's the honest people here. Look at praise God. Look at the real church stand up. Boy, 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 we got some dysfunctional. But let's define dysfunctional because dysfunction don't mean you're crazy. does not mean you're crazy. Dysfunction is experiencing some kind of physical, intellectual, or emotional neglect or abuse as a child that is still affecting them as adults. Yeah, so that's what that's, that's what dysfunctional really means. So it does not mean that you're crazy, just something that's happened in our childhood has messed us up. And that's why you need to be here, like she said, up in the creation, every service. Why? Because we all dysfunctional, we all need Jesus. 
All of us got some issues. We the church that needs Jesus for real. And I'm thinking about my life because I was telling you, Pastor, was a trip. And I'm thinking about my past and seeing my childhood and the things that I saw. And, and I believe in things, a lot of things are generational. Yeah. Things that we see and things that are in our bloodline. We end up having these same issues because they're passed down to us. And I'm like, man, uh, it tripped me out because of all the things that I went through when I was younger and, and, and the substance abuse. And, and I, I can't believe I even smoked cigarettes. I hated cigarettes when I was a child, but I ended up smoking cigarettes. The alcoholism, the womanizing, all these things. And then God hit me and said, yeah, what? You need to let them know that just because you messed up in the past, I mean, your future brighter. I, I, I love that. I love that my past doesn't predict my future. I know I might have had some issues from my childhood. I know I might have seen some stuff I shouldn't have seen. I know I might be a trip. My family might be a trip. But God has helped me that I can move forward past my family issues. We, uh, truth be told, we all should be crazy. We all should have a gang of kids. We should all have some issues. But God's grace has kept us in a lot of that, y'all. So most people do what they saw their parents do. That's, that's, that's typical. Most people do that. What they see their parents do, you end up doing the same thing. Your mama fuss a lot. Guess what? You fuss too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your daddy left his children, so guess what? You don't know where your children are. It, it's, it's sometimes it's, it's crazy because we see things and we act on things. But this is why it's so important why you must come to church. But not just church. You must come to a relevant church. Amen. Yeah, you got you got to be at a relevant church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastor can't be preaching about the three Hebrew boys when you have three boys from Hallville in your bed this month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 Pastor can't be just talking about the five thousand Jesus fed when you got five thousand spirits in your mind that you dealing with and going crazy. I need you to keep me in this bed, Pastor. Keep my legs closed because my heart is burning. I need you to help me, Pastor. Keep my belt up, not to uh, my brothers, not to. Think with your loins instead of your logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We be controlled by our loins and not our logic. We move with the wrong head, brothers. Y'all ain't feeling me. It's all right, though. We got to be careful. The church has to be real and relevant. That's why I'm doing this series. Because if we can't get real and free in the church, where can we get free at? Yeah, 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 yeah. We must continue to help God build and grow his kingdom as he instructed us. So as a church, we must accept the fact that, yes, we love Jesus, but we got issues. Yeah, I love Jesus, but just because I fall in love with Jesus doesn't mean my issues disappear. Yeah, yeah, y'all been through too much. Y'all been through too much. So, so to get free, I got to face the man in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, I gotta let God work on my heart, my past issues, my pains, all the things that I've been dealing with so I can become free. Yeah, the son who the son sets free is free indeed. Yeah, so I gotta deal with it. So since we're talking about it, we gotta go with the big question. Why wait for sex? Pastor, we already had it. <laughs> uh, pastor, I'm far from a version. I mean, I, I, that was a long time ago. Pastor, 2001. Pastor, I'm uh, 2019, that's a long time ago. Uh, 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 why wouldn't God want me to be happy? So I'm going to give you biblical reasons why it's important to wait to have sex. Uh, I don't care if you're 20, 40, 50, 60, 70, it doesn't matter because you're not dead yet. So if you're not dead yet, you still have those feelings, amen? And now they got variety and everything else, so sure, you can keep it on going, going, and going. So no matter how old you are. So in all seriousness, my plan is by the end of the day, and by the power of the Holy Spirit and the God's word to persuade you to start waking on having sex. So let's look at, let's look at the text real quick. 1 Corinthians 7 and 1, it says this. Now concerning the things which you wrote to me, it is, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. 
Uh, Paul is addressing the church of Corinth. Uh, last week I used this uh, chapter 6 because the church of Corinth had a lot of issues. They had a lot of sexual issues. So Paul had to write to them a lot concerning sexual issues because they had a lot going on in that church. So uh, uh, look what he says. He said it's uh, not good for a man to touch a woman. That sounds crazy, right? It's not good for a man to touch a woman. But what is Paul saying? This is how it's broken down. Paul is saying it is good and morally correct. It is virtuous for a man not to attach himself to a woman outside the realm of marriage. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. He don't want you to attach yourself to a woman outside the realm of marriage. We just came from out of town and we was in line at one of the rides. And I seen a boy, he had to be probably between 15, 17 years old. And he had a shirt on, y'all. And it said, Virginity Rocks. And I got hyped. <laughs> I was like, wow. That blessed my soul. A young man having a shirt at a theme park thousands and thousands upon people. Yeah. And this shirt says, Virginity Rocks. I'm, I'm like, somebody spoke in that young man's life because we are tripped. Because especially as men, we want our, our daughters to be princesses and our sons to be pimps. The double standard. We want, we want our daughter to be virtuous and keep herself, but our son, we want to teach them something different. No, 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 baby. You're going to have the same standard. She got to keep her dress up. You got to keep your belt up too, son. Amen. I got to instruct you because the sex can affect your life too. It'll hurt you too in a way that you don't even know. So it's important for us that we should keep the same standard, not only in our lives and our daughters, but helping our sons as well. Amen. Amen. So, so we're going to get to the point and why we wait. You know, what's important about waiting? Look at the first point we want to make about waiting. Waiting weeds out people who aren't interested in something long term. Amen. Yeah, about five ladies should have came up here and threw me some money or something. Like <laughs> about five of them, so they should have did something right there. We'll read that again. Ooh. Waiting weeds out the people who aren't interested in something long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a brother isn't interested in you, he won't be willing to wait. Yeah, yeah. That means he paid for, he had to save for. Uh, 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 the house he got, he had to get his credit together, he had to get some money down payment, because he wanted that, right? So if he won't true, he wanted to get some stuff together. Amen. If you would have waited, and trip this out, trip me out, I was thinking about this, if you would have waited, and a lot of us have children, as grateful as all we are for our babies, we love our babies, we'll do anything for them, we'll die for our babies, do anything, but if we would have waited, would you really be co-parenting? That person you co-parenting with, would you really have picked them? Now, I'm not saying you love the children. We ain't giving back the babies. We love the babies. But if you had to pick again, would you have picked them if you would have waited? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we gotta be careful. Hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. I really do. Because. Some of us uh, don't want to wait them out because we think in our mind, ladies, how you think he going to get it from somewhere else. <laughs> so if he going to get it from somewhere else, yeah. I got to go give him what he wants. Exactly. Or he going to leave me. That's good. Well, in the book of Beyonce, <laughs> I think she said if he like it, he should have put a what? If he like it, he should have put a ring on it. So, 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 if I'm willing, my relationship with God is such a way that I'm willing to keep myself because I love God. Amen. I'm willing to keep myself because I want to keep myself. And I'm willing to keep myself because I want you to be the only person to touch me. And I want to honor that in marriage. If he can't respect that, you better say goodbye. You better let the door hit you with a good little splinter. You got to get out of here because 
I'm willing to do this for God, for myself, and for you. And if you can't honor that, maybe I'm not the one for you. Amen. Yeah. In today's dating culture, many of us are used to instant gratification. It's having people meet our needs with no strings attached. Yeah. And we'll get into it later, but this is why uh, pornography becomes so dangerous because it's instant gratification with no strings attached. Yeah, instant gratification. See, see, when I'm married, I, it, that stuff makes me selfish. This, the world's way of dating makes us selfish. So in marriage, it's the opposite. It's selflessness. So I can't go into a position being selfish because if I'm married to you, I got to put your needs above mine. I got to put you above me. So we can't be selfish. I know, uh, I know we was in troubling times. We was in the mall one day, and I heard a group of young women talking. And I know the culture was going wrong, and the group of young girls was talking. She said, bro, I got so many hoes. Group of young females counting each other bros and referring to the dudes they're talking to as hoes. I said, where are we going? There's no way. I'm not that old. But ain't no way girls in my day talk like that. Where are we going? See, the culture, the music, and the media is what they do. They promote sex with no commitment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can do it, but you don't have to worry about commitment. And you cannot have something that is ordained by God where the two become one and think there's no commitment with that. Because even if you think there's no commitment, guess what? That soul tie comes in and you're still committed anyway. Yeah, yeah. You're committed because your spirits have locked and have become one. Yeah, and because we haven't getting rid of unhealthy soul ties, we struggle to move on. Yeah, yeah. People that know you know you inside out. Can't figure out what's wrong with you. Why he tripping? Brother, on one. She is acting crazy. She's not acting like herself because she's been committed to someone. And I talked about that last week. How they're 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 so when you come together, a little bit of them goes into you, and a little bit of you goes into them. So now you walking around crazy. You got your own demons. You don't need to fight nobody else's demons, praise God. I got my own issues I'm dealing with. I don't need yours too. So holding off on sex ensures that the person that you are seeing is in it for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. What are your motives? Motive is everything. Uh, we know that when people go to court and they're charged, depending on the motive, could heighten or lessen your charge. Because motives are important. So if you are going to try to date me and be a part of me, what is your motive? Do you just want me to get in bed with me? Then I found out you all you did was talk a good game. But now I'm in bed with you. I found out not, you ain't not even marriage material. You're not even relationship material. But I ain't already got in the bed with you. So now I already gave too much of myself away. Bros, women told you, you you good in the bed, so so you you use that because I'm good in the bed. I can I can I can play with her. I can use that and, and play with her. Now she buying me Jordans, and now uh, I'm driving her car, dropping her off at work, and I ain't gotta work now because she gonna take care of me because somebody told me I was good in the bed. Now I can play those games. Yeah, yeah. She's mad at her dude because he cheating. So now she on the prowl and, and I'm going to find me somebody. You thinking, wow, I met her. Sex was amazing. This is probably who I need to be with. But the only reason she with you is to use you when she mad at her dude. She don't really love you. Yes, yes. We come against that, praise God, man. We come against that side dude, the side chick spirit. 
in the name of Jesus, the enemy, you will not be second fiddle to anyone in their life. You will not be, you will be the first and the last. I ain't holding on. I ain't waiting for you. I don't need you. If I can't be number one, you can't make me a priority, then I don't need you. Amen. Yeah, we got to be careful because you're God's sons and daughters. And he don't want you to be used and abused. Nah, 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 nah. Ain't no more friends with benefits. We in that, amen. That season's over with. It is over in the name of Jesus. Look at this, look at this. Another reason why we wait to have sex. It allows you to connect in a more meaningful way. Sex is supposed to be the grand finale. You date, you court, you get married, boom, and then you have sex how God designed it. It's supposed to be the grand finale. But when you enter a marriage or anything in life, when have you ever heard of the grand finale being first? That don't make sense, right? Yeah, you at Disney World, right? When, and they let out the fireworks at night, right? The grand finale, they let them out. Fire, every night, fireworks going out, music parks, fireworks going out, boom, 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 boom. Why? Because it's dark and you can see. If they did it at 10 in the morning, it wouldn't have the same effect. If you did it at 10 in the morning, you wouldn't be able to see it. And, the, and it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't even look as good. So what I'm saying is God designed this to be the beauty of your marriage. You got to build to that. But because we lack self-control and a culture that promotes sex without commitment or without consequences, we do it and don't even know if we're truly compatible with the person. Yeah, yeah. If you would have waited... Just a few months, you would have shot your true colors. Yeah, 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 yeah. You realize uh, this is me. I'm smart. I like to read books. I like education. I like this. I like to talk. And I like to do all these things. And and, and, and this is what the person I am. And he don't even like to talk. He don't even like to read. I want to talk about PlayStation. <laughs> but I read. I'm intellectual. And now I jump into bed and maybe marry this person. And we're not really even compatible. So now I'm calling you stupid, demeaning you, and lowering you, and calling you names when I shouldn't be doing that. But I'm the one that chose to be with you in the first place. We got to be careful, y'all. There are some things people can learn. I don't want to dispense people because people can learn certain things and build to you. Uh, Lady Thomas is not a sports person at all. Not a sports person who got married. I like I like sports, particularly basketball more than anything. And now you should see her, y'all. She at the games. She cheering. That's traveling. That's a foul. They ain't better come on now. They better make y'all free throw. She yelling about the game and all this stuff because she learned the game because she loves me and coming along. Plus the kids is in it now. So I'm not saying people can't learn certain things, but you got to make sure we are at least equally yoked. We on the same page. I can't be up here. You way down here. If you just would have waited a little while, you would have learned he don't like to work. Just waited a little while. You on your third job already this year. Okay. Okay. And you ain't quit because you found something better. You quit because you're mad. Okay. So you're not a finisher. You have a problem with committing. Okay. 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 Because these bills got to be paid whether you're mad or not. These babies got to eat whether you're mad or not. The roof over my head got to be covered whether you're mad or not. And if you get mad every time and you're willing to commit, what happened when you be mad at me? You going to kick me to the side too? Right. Thank you. If 
you just wait a little while instead of starting with the grand finale. Yeah, because sex is something tripped out, y'all, because the hormones released in our mind and our bodies, it can trick our brain. And so much of the person could be good in the bed, but bad for your head. That the person could be good in the bed and bad for your head. Because sex is so amazing, a gift from God. You got to listen to last week, it's a gift from God. The enemy perverted it. Sex is a gift from God to marriage people. But because the sex could be so good, we overlook red flags. And because the bedroom box is checked, you think you got this deep connection, and y'all really don't. See, my people that was here uh, uh, last week, 1 Corinthians 6, please read it. It says, sex, you got to read the, the ghetto version of the message Bible. Sex is not mere skin to skin. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as physical fact. The two shall become one. So you made a connection. The two shall become one. You made a connection that was supposed to be under covenant, but you did it under sin. So now you think that we are together. We love each other. We have this deep feeling, our emotion all over the place, but we're really not compatible. If you take away the bedroom, what do we really have? Yeah, yeah. We always fighting and arguing. Don't even have the same interests. Don't have the same value system and might not even serve the same guy. But sex brought us together. If sex is not the thing that binds our relationship together, I get to love you for you. Yeah, yeah. I get to love your mind the way you think. Yeah, yeah. I get to love the way you articulate and express yourself. Yeah, I get to love you. I get to learn your love languages and built to love and all these things because I'm loving you. Because loving someone, everybody desires to get married. Loving someone is way more than just the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But since we rushed into the bedroom instead of waiting, now all we do is have sex and fight. And we call it love. Another reason worth waiting, there are many other ways to show that you care. By not having sex, I get to show you I care for you. In other ways, I get to take you on dates. I get to I get, I get to romance you. I get to learn you for who you are. And could it be the reason that they don't want to go on dates and rather sit at a crib and watch a movie because they know the grand finale coming? I'd rather Netflix and chill because that's going to lead me to the grand finale. First going out and getting to learn you because learning someone is difficult. Learning someone takes time. It takes patience. I got to get to learn you what you like and what you don't like. How you feel. How are you? How you grew up? How were you raised? I get to ask all these questions. But if I don't care, I can move past all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If I like you, I come over. I can take out the trash. Help you clean up. And we that far, take care of the Take out the kids. Go on a date with the kids and we get that far. But the point is that sex cannot be the primary way you show you care for someone. Because if it's built on sex, then it won't last. We must understand that it's a trip because the enemy trips us out because the signals, he wants to hurry to get y'all to the bed. Because y'all think it's so important. And come find out. And I learned this with the married people. The married people not getting in the bed. 
as much as y'all can't wait to get in, I gotta hop in, gotta hop in, gotta hop in. The married people are not even doing it. Because the relationship has evolved around so much. Not because you didn't make me mad and didn't do things that I like, or sometimes the ladies withhold it from the husband, which isn't right. He can only have it if he's a good boy. Yeah, we don't play games. We don't play games. Amen. Yeah. Hey, so while they, they play games. You know what I mean? So now he's looking for in other outlets and doing whatever he needs to do and, and trying to go to the strip club and try to hear this because she won't honor him or respect him. He's ready to go to the strip club and make it rain. And she hears somebody talk nice to him. Knowing she lying. You so handsome. Really, girl? Come here, girl. Sure. Let it rain. But the married ladies, if y'all know how to take care of him and honor him and respect him, yeah, make it right at home. Can I get a what, what? <laughs> Hallelujah. So we got to understand the primary thing that we have to wait in. There are many other ways to show that you care about somebody. Amen. Amen. Look at this. Waiting shows your value for yourself. Amen. Yeah, look at somebody say self-worth. Self-worth. Yeah, self-worth. You need to have a strong sense of a self-worth if you're going to wait on having sex. You got to have that. You got to have a self-worth about yourself. First Corinthians 6 and 13, uh, it said for the stomach and for, for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. So we must realize that salvation, we didn't get saved just to get saved. We got, when we got saved, we didn't just confess with our lips. Nah, nah, it's more than lip service. We didn't just say, Lord, I'm here to save me and stuff. No, no. My yes with my lips also gave a yes with my heart. God, I'm giving you my heart. I love you, oh God. A yes with my heart was also a yes in my soul and my spirit. Lord, I'm giving you my soul and my spirit, but it didn't stop there. I also have to give you my body. Amen. I need everything to say yes. All right, let, let me help you understand self-worth. Uh, um, um, so you can know your value. Uh, has anybody in here ever seen a commercial for a Bentley or a Rolls Royce? No. I don't think so. Yeah, we never seen any Bentley or Rolls Royce commercials. I seen Kia commercials. I seen Chevy commercials. I seen Ford commercials. Hyundai. I even see some Mercedes commercials. I even see some uh, Jaguar commercials. BMW with your nice cars. But this is what I learned about the BMW. I mean the Bentleys and the Rolls Royce. They don't show commercials because they know they're worth. Yeah. I know I put imported leather in here. Yeah, yeah. I know these tires grip this street in such a way. I, I know these seats recline all the way back. I know this car got blinds and suicide doors. I know this engine is immaculate. I know this sound system is all over the place. Because they know they're worth, they don't even show commercials. Why? Because if you can't afford it, you're not even going to come in here and look at it. Because you can't afford me, you're not even going to want to come and look at me because you know I know my worth. I'm God's child. I'm God's daughter. I'm God's son. I am valued. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a king of a daughter. I am royalty. So because we know what we are, they won't even come our way. People will look at you and be like, mm, price too high. Mm, price too high. I can't do her. Let me go and give me a used something over here, something that's used and abused because that price too high. I don't want to pay that know who you are. God is trying to tell you that you are somebody. You are God. You are his daughter. You are his son. And you must understand that. So when we think about God, God has given us something priceless, y'all. 
our souls, our virtue, our, our, who we are, our being. Yeah. So when I understand my value, it's easy to uphold the standard. Yes. Yeah. Somebody say value myself. Value myself. See, the world will beat you up. This world will beat us up. And sometimes it's about the people who love us. Devil don't play fair. Because if I'm the devil, what makes more hurt? What's gonna hurt more? Words from a stranger or somebody that loves you? Yeah. So I'm gonna have a word come from somebody that loves you and you love them to hurt you and abuse you because then it affects you more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mama can say stuff like, you're gonna be just like your daddy. No, mama, I'm not gonna be like my daddy. I'm gonna be better than my daddy. You mad at my daddy, that's why you saying that stuff. But if you wasn't bitter, you would realize I'm gonna be better than my daddy ever was. And I love that because I understand that I can't let that stuff internalize me. But the devil will use words from people that love you. That's why every Sunday I'm trying so hard to show you your worth through the word of God. Yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah. Take things like you're a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. That you are above and not beneath. The head and not the tail. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You got to know who you are so you can come back when this world is trying to give you. You got to realize that God's word triumphs and trumps everybody else's opinion. But I got to get into the word and know what God says. Because if I don't know what he says, I can't attach it to my life. This is why I can't miss the word. I got to I gotta have Bible study. I got to read for myself. Why? Because the word gives me what the world robbed me of. Good. The good. world gives me what the word gives me what this world robbed me of. Yes. So 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 now I can look and understand that I can follow God's word. He has a plan for my life. Amen. Yeah. Because we we're real, we all adults. We must understand that, that that people make bad choices. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, not putting nobody on a pedestal. All of us have made bad choices, and sometimes we make bad choices just because we didn't know our worth. Yeah, yeah. Little girl whose father's never spoken in her life and told her she's beautiful and, and she cares for her. Or maybe she's seen her mom running in and out with different men and, and now she just wants some validation. She just wants a man to hold her and tell her she's cute. Yeah. Because yeah. see, sometimes it ain't even about getting in the bed, it's about what we missing. Yeah, man. And we go looking for it in people that God never ordained for us to have in the first place. Because yeah, this is about relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She don't even know if she's looking for a man or she's looking for a daddy. It gets hard when you keep giving yourself away to people yeah. who don't love you how God said you should be loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, then, and then we get to make mistakes now. Now we're two or three kids in, and now I'm too old to make a mistake. So this next decision got to be the correct one. Yeah, this, this, this next decision I got to make with God's help. I got to understand what God wants, who God wants me to be with, because uh, 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 if I don't respect myself, people won't respect me. Yeah, we get mad when people don't respect us, but when they see our self-worth value low. So we gotta be careful because the enemy's conniving. He sent me people, you know people feed on that. Yeah, look at her. Yeah, she probably got daddy issues. Look at her. Look how she dressed. Look how she looked. Yeah, I probably can trick her. I probably can go ahead and watch the game on her. I can get some money out of her for a little bit. Go ahead and have sex with her, run with her a little bit, and, and just break off and leave. Yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. People play games and manipulate your mind. And we give all our stuff away to people without waiting. Never forget how important waiting is. Waiting reveals deception. Because yeah, if I'm willing to wait, I'm a lot harder to manipulate. Yeah, 
So look at this. Waiting, it helps to build a stronger foundation for a healthy long-term relationship. The building can only stand by the strength of its foundation. Anything that is built has to have a solid foundation. Even Jesus preached about this. He said there was a man that built his house on sand, and what happened? The storm came, the winds came, and it just wiped the house away. Because the foundation wasn't strong. Y'all ever seen them on the mud? Like mud slides in California, when things happen, when people build their houses up, and they beautiful houses, got everything, million dollar houses, but they ain't built on good ground. And when the storm comes, they lose everything, just swipes it away. So we gotta be careful that our relationships are built on a rock. And the rock is Jesus Christ. So our relationship must have a strong foundation if it's gonna be able to stay in hard times. So when we take away all the physical chemistry, all the activity, is there still a solid friendship? Are we friends? Real question, real question. Lady Thomas, my best friend, she know that. Love her. Love her. This is my girl. We were kicking. We was hanging out another uh, uh, night. Five o'clock in the morning playing Uno talk crazy on her birthday. I still owe her a couple of whoopings. But, 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 but she's my best friend. Like, and I have best friend, male friends, but that person you connected with, that you say that we the two shall become one, has to be your best friend. You got to know that no matter what, I got your back and you got mine. No matter what, because what happens if, if sex is the foundation, what happens if somebody gets sick and they in the hospital? You do know it's like for better or for worse. Sickness and in health. If that's all we built on, what happens? You in the hospital, so I'm leaving and creeping out the hospital? Because I can't get none? There's people that's dealing with that, though. It's real talk. Because we must understand, starting with physical chemistry, chemistry first, and then moving backwards into friendship, in most cases, don't work. Yeah, yeah. Because we started with the physical first, we don't even know if we're compatible. We don't know our value systems. We don't know what you believe, how you think, what's important to you, what's important to me. We skipped all that. And the sex, if we always have been real 10 to 30 minutes, if that's the only thing that is really keeping us together, it's 23 and a half more hours of the day. Preach. Hello. And we ain't doing it every day. So I'm just looking at you mad and angry and upset. Why this nigga on my house? Why is she here? I wish she had her own place so she can go home. Goodness. I'm tired of hearing her nag. I'm tired of her. And then we built up on all this thing. We try to build a relationship on a weak foundation. Sex cannot be the foundation for your relationship. I don't know if I can stress that enough. Because trying to find friendship afterwards is difficult. This is research. Research shows this. Uh, that couples that wait until they're married, wait until marriage to have sex, are happier with their quality of sex. Compared to couples that have intercourse before they say I do. This is secular. This is secular stuff. It's not even Bible. This is the world saying this. According to the Journal of Family Psychology, people who waited until marriage rate their sexual quality 15% higher and their relationship stability 22% higher than people who had sex early in their relationship. So even the world saying it is some benefits to waiting to have sex. Even, 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 even so that, 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 that they did a survey with married couples, believers, and unmarried. And believer married couples have sex more than unbelieving married couples. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a Christian, you got, you got a good chance of getting this thing going and get it rolling and keeping it going. But the married, the Christian couples were three to four times a week, and the, and the secular couples were one or two times a week. Why? Maybe because their relationships wasn't built on a solid foundation. And, and no matter how wicked your body is, I got to deal with your mouth. I got to deal with your attitude. And I don't like it. I don't care how good you look. Or maybe, 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 maybe he looks good and everything else, but he's lazy. He don't want to do nothing. He don't want to work. And no matter how good you look, because these lights better get cut off and I don't feel any, uh, what's the word, covering as a woman. Right. I'm worried about stuff. I'm not covered. I feel unsecure. I'm not emotionally attached. Now I'm having trouble getting in the mood. Because yeah. you're not taking care of me. That's good. So we must understand the importance of waiting. It helps build solid foundations. Look at this. God, I'm almost done. Look at this. Look at this. Psalms 27. Look at this. Wait on the Lord. Let me shout you out. Yeah, I got those Bible on here. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Look at the Psalms. He is telling us to wait. Wait on the Lord. Pastor, it's been six months. Keep waiting. It's been a year. Keep waiting. Waiting reveals the deception. But waiting also provides you with strength. Look what it says. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your hearts. Amen. It's like there's no different than anything else. Whether we're working out or lifting weights or whatever the case may be. The longer we stick to it, the more we're committed to it, the stronger we get. So we must understand the importance of waiting. Isaiah 41 says, 40 and 31 says this, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm waiting, God is renewing my strength. When I'm in a season of waiting, it's not a season of no, it's not a season of not yet. It's a season of God strengthening me because if I get myself too early, yeah, it might be to the wrong person. Right. And what if I have a child with the wrong person and God has somebody else for me to have? Right. I'm going to slow up the process. He says, they shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be worried, and they shall walk and not be faint. Yeah, I know you're going to feel like you're going to be faint. <laughs> but guess what? Y'all need food to live. Amen. We need water to live. Amen. We don't need sex to live. Right. Think about that. But because it's a, a, a spiritual thing, and God is designed to be the best, I said the last week, the best feeling on earth possible, possibly he's created the best feeling it makes us think that we got to need it. We got to have it. But because we move outside God's will, we become addicted to it. The general principle in being patient is praying believers are blessed with God to give them strength in their trials. Praying believers are blessed by God with strength in their child. So because I'm being patient, I got to be praying. Can't, can't do this without praying. I can't even play with it. Can't joke with it. There's no way you can do this without getting in your prayer life by sitting down and saying, God, you know what? God, I'm nasty. God, you know I'm nasty. God, you know that. You know everything about me, Father God. Help me to control this, God. I need you to come into my heart right now every day and pray and ask God to help you. See, the ability to wait is setting up a biblical value system. What are your core values? Do you know your core values? Amen. Everybody got to have some core values. What's core values? Core values. 
Now, now, now leave Elena Thomas. We married, ain't no other woman. It's me and her till the wheels fall off. Did Jesus come back? It's me and her. I don't care what happens, it's core value. Uh, I'm always gonna work and provide for my family, take care of my kids, and be the best father I can be. Core value. I'm always gonna be, as long as God see the same, my pastor, leading the church to take care of people, help people get closer to Christ. What are my core values? Do you know your core values? Because yeah. if you don't know them, you're gonna get poor each and every kind of way. So knowing our core values, we got to wait on God. No matter if you're a single or divorcee, you must use the word of God to set up boundaries. Amen. Yeah, you got to have guardrails. Yeah. If you nasty and you know you nasty, go on a group date. <laughs> Why set yourself up for failure? Right. If you know that, how about this? You ride with her instead of ride with him. <laughs> Girl, me and you ride together, they can ride together. Guess what? I'll go on a group date with married people. Like these times are fun. We like to have a good talk. We like to go out to eat. We like to talk, chill, and all that good thing. We ain't we ain't that, that far that we've so far gone. But if you know you're gonna keep yourself, make some right decisions. Because you gotta know who you are. And while I'm waiting and I'm dating, check this out, we almost gonna come to a close. While I'm waiting, and I'm not just dating to just be dating. You gotta be dating on assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be on assignment date. I'm not just looking for a good time. I'm on assignment date. Uh, uh, I'm too broke to be wasting money. Yeah, yeah. I ain't got time to go out town with you, taking trips, and this ain't gonna work. Uh, I can take myself or I can take my kids. I ain't got time to be doing that. I ain't got time to waste going out to eat with you and spending out of unnecessary money. I can spend it on myself. I can do that by myself. I gotta be on assignment date, and I ain't got time to be waiting and playing with nobody. Uh, 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 assignment dating will eliminate a lot of heartache and pain because if my mind is made up to wait, I can start eliminating people that ain't marriage material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can start off the bat. So, so first date, you got your credit report. Here go mine. That's transfer information. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, when you feel like getting married, two, three years, three, four. What you want to do? I'm looking at two or three. How are you feeling? Uh, 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 you got your HIV test. I got mine. I got my HIV and my AIDS test right here. Well, give me yours back. Let's go ahead and do this thing for real. Oh, you don't care about none of that? Fine. Excuse me. Uber. <laughs> Where my car pulled at? We, it's time to roll. Because if I'm assignment dating, I ain't got time to grown to play games. What are we dating for? What is the point? What are we trying to do? Ask questions. So, so how relationship with your father? Uh, she said, you know what? I never really knew my father. I, I, I never had my father. Okay, you got daddy issues. So I might have to be your husband. I might have to be your father sometime too. I gotta understand that. Lord, I, I might have to be have to cover her in prayer in such a way that's kind of a fatherly way now. I gotta cover her and help her because she got some issues. What's how you relationship with your mama? Uh, I, I, my mama was on drugs and she was never around. I don't really, I don't really know my mama. Okay, so your view of women might be a little thrown off. Yeah, yeah. You have no respect for your mom, so you have respect for me. We have respect for uh, our daughter or, or whatever the case may be. I gotta ask these questions. I'm on assignment. I'm too grown to play. Do you like kids? Because I got a whole basketball team. <laughs> Do you like them? Let us know. No, you no kid. Good. We can end this now. Goodbye, house. See you later. See you later. I ain't got time to play with you. I got a whole team. I got them all. I got Pippen, Jordan, Shaq, Kobe. I got them all. So what are we doing? Do you care about kids? Do you want a big or a small family? I want five kids. I want. Uh, she might be a career woman. I, I just don't want to be five kids. I, I just want one kid, 
And, and we mess up because we think if I marry you, I can change your mind. That don't work. You can't marry nobody and change nobody. Praise God, somebody in the back. They already felt that. You can't marry nobody and change nobody because they are who they are. So because you wanted five kids and she only wanted one, she has her one and sneak behind your back and get her tubes tied. So now he's dealing in grief recovery. He's hurt and heartbroken because she lied to him. He wanted his big family and now he can't have it. When he just would have talked at the beginning and got it straight. If you don't want this, then I can't be with you because our value, we're not in line up and we should be. Because we struck with the bed first. We miss all this. And then we got to backtrack. And try to backtrack. And try to backtrack. And next thing you know, we're just pulling our wheels. I ain't going forward or back. We're just in the same position, spinning our wheels. So you cannot change a person. Sometimes it is what it is. And for the singles, when we get married, you got to understand that the two should become one. So y'all coming together. Are you ready to come together with somebody and become one? Are you kind being single and selfish? Because singleness is selfishness. You get to be selfish when you are single. When you leave church, you can do whatever you want to do. Ain't got to call nobody. Ain't got to ask nobody what's your plans or what you got going on. What you got to do? No. I'm going to sleep. All day. Nothing. Sleeping and chilling all day. Because singleness is selfishness. I get to make those decisions. When we come together, I can't make that decision without the other one. We got to be on one accord. Are you really ready for that? Think about that. Are you really ready to say, you know what? I got to put my needs behind to make sure their needs are met. I got to put myself behind. Are you really ready to do that? Because if you're not, you're not ready to get married. We counsel people. We talk to people. And it's amazing how people think because they're jumping from relationship to marriage that everything's going to stay the same. And it doesn't. You know the devil attacks marriages? He hates marriages. Marriages give glory to God. So he comes to attack marriages. And I'm the devil. That's what I do. All I'm looking for is who the weaker one? Who ain't praying up? Who tripping? Because then I can go attack them so they can mess with their spouse. I can get in the midst of all this. Who the weaker one? If I'm an enemy, I'm going to look for the weaker person. What do you do? You look for the weakest link. My brother, a football coach. If you see somebody out there weak, hey, burn him, run the play all day. We're going to run the same play till they stop it. The same play. Keep burning him, burning him, going fly, whatever the case may be. Because how the devil is, he keeps running the same play over and over again. Because you won't stand up and stop it. But when you marry, you got to be able to stand up and pray for that person that's going through. Are you really ready for that being a single? Because it's more to a relationship than just sex. And the longer I wait, the longer I build a stronger foundation. So everything I said today about waiting, it won't be easy. I'm not here to lie to you. Nobody said God never said nothing was easy. He did say my commandments are not grievous, right? He said my commandments are not grievous, which means there ain't nothing that can't be done. And there ain't nothing that's bad for you. It's good for you. But you got to choose to do it. So waiting is possible. And it is worth it. But you got to make a decision to wait. Amen. Can we give God praise in this place? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.